hello so i am outside so you may hear you know some wind you may hear some talking because my neighbor's in the back um or some birds but i am recording this a little early i'm gonna post this at 11 it's 8 right now but i have other things that i have to do later on so i'm like let me record now prep it and get it sent out so the first thing that i want to touch base on because as i'm looking through uh the questions you know there's a lot of good questions you guys asked me and want to know about, but I want to start off with my spirituality, how I got into this, because it will go into some of the questions that you guys asked, such as like anything to do with the inner child or healing past wounds and stuff like that. Um, connecting with spirit, you know, that self-healing, intuition, anxiety, and all that good stuff. So I'm going to try to pinpoint as much as I can, um, but I won't pinpoint everything but if you guys would like to know more based off of how good this sounds to you or um, how you like the audio, I would more than um, be welcome and happy to do it. But um, so starting with spirituality, before I seeked out doing readings for other people, I actually turned my life over to God in the year 2017. It was the end of 2016. Um, I was like noticing, you know, I used to wear a lot of makeup and I used to just dive into always doing my hair, thinking I have to look pretty so people can like me, so I can get attention because I knew I had like this look. It sounded really cocky, but I knew that I was really pretty. But at the same time, I felt like I was ugly without all that makeup because I got the most attention when I had my makeup on and my hair done. So um, I started to get really, really depressed and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, this is, you know, this is not me. You know, this is not the, these things, I don't want to get too attached to them. And then when I don't have it in, I feel like the ugliest thing in the world, or I just feel like um, I won't go anywhere, you know, being who I fully am outside of all of that. So it was 2017, it was January 1st. It was actually December 31st, 31st or the 30th. No, I think, I don't even think it's 31 days. Is it 31? Yeah, I think it was the 31st or the 30th of December of 2016 when I decided, I'm like, look, next year, I'm, I'm going to get my prayer up. I'm going to get closer to God. I'm going to stop wearing makeup. You know what I'm saying? All this stuff. So the first thing I did was January 1st, I woke up every morning from then for about a good three months. I kept it up. I was praying every day. You know what I'm saying? I was praying multiple times out of the day and my days were going really, really well when I prayed. And when I missed a day, that's when shit seemed to like go downhill when I seemed confused and, you know, or in a bad mood. So, um, you know, I would have to catch up on it the next day, you know, pray a little bit more to make up for the day before and stuff like that. And my days was just like I said, they were in order when I was in prayer. And then I stopped wearing makeup, you know, and I started to fall in love with my natural face because I'm like, Ebony, makeup is not what makes you beautiful. You are beautiful the way that you are. Your hair it does not make you beautiful. You're beautiful without it. You know what I'm saying? Because I had this big thing that if I had my hair all over my head or if I had to cut my ends and stuff like that, I would cry because I'm like, I don't want to cut my hair. I don't want to look like this. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I want my hair to be long. I want it to be beautiful so I can get my sew-ins and be long enough for my leave-outs and stuff like that. But I, I got out of that and I was like, you know what? Enough is enough. So I cut all my hair off. And a lot of people didn't notice. People just thought, oh, you know, she just needed to change, stuff like that. No, I was just going through a depressive stage. I was finding myself again because I got tired of being someone I wasn't. And so I cut all my hair off and stuff like that. And I loved it. It was first, it was like a little pixie cut. I was looking good. I was like, okay, bitch. Okay. All right. I like the new me. Okay. You know? And then um, later on throughout the year, as I'm still working on myself, you know, I didn't, I, my prayer kind of stopped. 
Um, I didn't do it every day and as much, but I was trying to, you know, at least do it when I could or when I, you know, found the time because, you know, you always have time to sit and pray. If you got time for everything else, you got time to sit and pray for yourself and heal yourself and stuff like that. So, you know, anyhow, so my prayer, the consistent prayer kind of slowed down throughout the middle of the year. But, you know, like I was saying, I was still healing myself. I was still loving myself for me. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, working out and stuff like that and, you know, really trying to get back to myself and convince myself that, you know, I don't need all that stuff. And I literally fell in love with my face. I fell in love with my natural face. So you won't ever see pictures of me with makeup on like that. Maybe my lashes done, but you'll notice, you'll notice a difference. Um, but you'll never see me with a full face of makeup anymore. Or y'all never see me with a full face of makeup. Well, I don't know how long I've been following me, whoever's listening to this. But, I mean, I posted a picture a while ago, but that was, like, from 2016 when I took the picture. But, um, anyhow... Um, yeah, so I, I fell in love with my face and I fell in love with the shortcut. I was like, oh my God, this is me. And then I ended up getting a fade because I ended up going through another depressive stage and I'm like, oh, my hair. And I'm like, this is annoying. Like it's not growing the way that it, I want it to. And I was really struggling. So fast forwarding, I ended up getting my heart broken at the end of 2017, um, towards my one year anniversary with my girlfriend. And it, it was devastating because she was in the military and, you know, I it was really hard because she left at the beginning of the year like April um no she left April 2016 she had just made a year in 2017 April 2017 but like I said it is like towards the end of the year it was like August yeah it was actually August when we broke up and I was devastated because I was madly in love she was someone that I was truly fully myself with like down to the core like I'm hopeless romantic. It was me waking up every morning. The first thing I did was send her a paragraph about how I feel, how beautiful she is, how much I love her. And sometimes me waking up, it was not even sometimes, it was me always waking up if she woke up before me, because you know, I can't really talk to her that much. Uh, she didn't really have her phone like that. Well, by the time, by the end of the year, she did. I think she was just going in, like moving out of basic, getting out of basic and going um, to her station or whatever she was stationed at. And, you know, but I still couldn't talk to her as much. But if, if she woke up before me, which she did, because it'll be like four or five o'clock in the morning, you know, she'll send me a good morning paragraph text message. You know, I love you, all this good stuff. It was just beautiful. And I was just madly in love. Um, I knew the day was going to come. It was so funny because I didn't even realize I was using my gifts back then. Didn't know I was I was psychic like that. Yeah, I've been gifted since I was a child, but I didn't see it as a gift. I thought I was just going crazy. You know what I'm saying? Um, nobody in my family talked about the shit. I just thought I was just whatever um, or just getting a lot of stuff from the TV. But any fast forwarding. Um, so, yeah, I, my heart ended up getting broken. And, you know, I understand now why she did it um, and stuff like that. I thought she cheated. But like I said, I knew this day was going to come because I told her before she left when she was enrolling and I was helping her study and stuff. And I was like, you know, if you ever decide to leave, you know, or, you know, break up with me because of somebody else, don't tell me you know, just break up with me and stuff like that. Like, I understand if you do find somebody else there. Like, I literally told her that. I was like, I will always love you no matter what. Because we were, we were best friends before that. So, you know, I will always love you, you know, whatever, all that good stuff. But, you know, eventually I grew bitter after we broke up. And I was really upset, but I still stayed her friend. I still stayed her friend. Um, we were friends maybe like a month or two after we broke up. I don't think we talked. But um, I started going to psychics, and I was following Danielle Akio. I think that's how you say her name. She's an astrologist, I believe. She's really popular on Twitter. I don't know if you guys know her, but I was doing the Reiki sessions and stuff like that, and I was joining her for her form, where you can, um, you know, go on and and y'all can 
talk about astrology and the signs and stuff like that. And I started looking at tarot because there was a lot of women in tarot. And I'm like, I'm going to go to psychics. Like, I was always interested in psychics, but, you know, I just, whatever. Anyhow, so I, I started to go to psychics to ask about her, about why did she break up with me, what was going on, and all this other stuff. And, like, I wasn't satisfied with the answers that I was getting, but I was very interested in the cards. I'm like, I'm going to learn this. I said, this seems easy to learn. And I was just, you know, just really in tune with it, just, like, very interested in it and stuff like that. But I started to go to this Buddhist psychic as well in Houston, and he's, he's free and stuff like that. And he was just telling me all this stuff at the time. And um, I still didn't pick up a deck of cards or anything like that. I was more so into astrology, although tarot was very interesting. I was more so in, into the astrology uh, part. So it was me doing all of that, um, just studying that really, um, trying to get an understanding of it, just chilling. And I was like talking to other people, all this other stuff, trying to get my heart away from who I was falling in love, who I had fallen in love with and still was in love with. Um, it was very hard to see her uh, to see her leave like it was the worst it was I never broke down like I did ever for anybody um but I was just searching for answers everywhere and I wasn't satisfied and then I'm like you know what let me learn this so it was 2018 it was June it was maybe a day after my birthday it was like a day after my birthday or whatever and um I decided I decided I wanted to you know really get into it because like I said I had getting some interest I had just got some interested in it and stuff like that um so I started studying it and I really liked the way that it flowed with everything I was like, okay astrology a little bit too hard for me let me this tarot shit is easy but I started off with cartel mancy and um instead of going within to heal myself I distracted myself by wanting to heal everybody else because I that's just something I've always wanted to do anyways was help people and when I figured out this is how I can do it I was like oh yes so I studied literally every day not being dramatic I literally studied every day um those cards for three whole months um and even when I was giving out free readings I was still studying them and stuff like that and I started to notice that a lot of readings that I was giving out to people as I was getting back the feedback it was a lot of things I was relating to you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, this is some crazy shit. And the advice that I'm giving, I don't even know where I'm getting this advice from. I'm like, where is this knowledge coming from? And so I started to just dive within myself and I used it. I was like, okay, what is shadow working? And I met a couple of people that were helping me along my way. And her name is Jessica. Um, Jessica, I think it's Jessica 101. I don't know. I shout her out literally every fucking year to tell her thank you because if it wasn't for her convincing me to make my my page, I wouldn't have never done it. Um but I got to find her name. Um and I'll tag her if I find her if I find her name. But she does, I think she does healing with um with Danielle as well. I think she's one of like the the uh, instructors with her. I'm not too sure, but I'm going to find her out and, and and tag her in this. Um so I started to dive deeply into myself. I started to learn about shadow work and stuff like that. And, you know, I started to realize, like, I don't want to hurt anymore. You know, I want to learn more about how to let go. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to keep questioning things. I don't like not knowing things. And this helped me know things that I was questioning. So I, you know, I use that as a way to heal. Now, diving into my inner child. Um, I was going through a lot. I was still, even though I was into this and stuff like that, I was still going through a lot. I was like, you know, talking to a lot of people, um, 
I'm not gonna say I slept with a whole bunch of people, but I was sleeping with people I shouldn't have slept with. And um, I was just losing, I was still losing myself. I was still trying to fill this void and I didn't know what the void was. And it, it took for me to go really deeply within after getting my heart broken again, waiting on someone, thinking that they're gonna change or you know, putting myself in a third party situation, knowingly putting myself in a third party situation and thinking, oh, they're gonna leave and da 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 and all this other stuff because I've known this person for so long and the feelings have already, has always been there. But, um, but that never happened. And going through other abusive relationships and staying in things that weren't good for me. And I'm just like, everybody, you need to wake up. Like I got tired of getting my heart broken. And I had to sit and realize, all right, what is the problem? What is the issue? And I knew, um, one was my mother, you know, my mother, I, she passed away when I was younger. She passed away when I was only 11 years old, um, 11 and a half. Um, you know, so it, it, it was the abandonment issues to my mother. And then even when she was alive, she worked a lot. So, I, you know, although my family say I was always at her hip, I don't really remember because we struggled a lot. So my mom had to work, you know, single mom taking care of four of us and stuff like that. And it, it was that in the back of my head. And I realized the relationships that I was getting into, sorry to skip all over the place, the relationships that I was getting into, I was getting into them because I wanted to help the person. I, I, I love dealing with broken people because I'm like, I can love you. You know, I can give you love that you're missing. I, I can give that to you, but I wasn't giving it to myself. You see what I'm saying? And it all came from my mother. It started with my mother. And so me wanting to desperately always wanting to help my mom, you know, promising her, mom, when I get 16 years old, you know, I'm going to get a job and I'm going to help you and you're not going to struggle anymore. And, and, you know, all this stuff, me just being that child wanting to help. I was the same way with my father, you know, you know, dad, you know, when, cause they weren't together, but you know, dad, when I get older, you know, I'm going to take care of y'all. Y'all ain't going to have to worry about nothing. It sucks that them niggas didn't last until I was motherfucking 16. None of them bitches did, but I don't mean to call my parents bitches, but I just have a dark humor, but anyways, um, <laughs> so moving forward, cause it's going to be pretty long, but I'm have timestamps or whatever, but moving forward, um, it was just more so of, you know, me wanting to help my mom all the time and me not wanting to experience the things that she did in her relationships. And, you know, um, she was in and out of relationships. She had a lot of dudes though, but she was in and out of, not in and out of relationships. She just had a lot of dudes that liked her and she got the things that she wanted. And I had that same energy like I had a lot of dudes that I talked to at one time being a little a little bitch you see what I'm saying or not a little bitch but a little I don't want to say a little hoe either because I wasn't fucking none of them I didn't start having sex until I was 19 years old so anyways um when I was out of high school um but um anyhow whew, with my mom and stuff like that uh, I just saw a lot of things that she went through and I didn't want to go through that anymore um, and I realized I was like repeating her footsteps, but I also have a lot of sexual trauma as well. Um, we're not going to get into that, but that was part of the issue as well. Me not being able to tell her or just keeping it a secret and stuff like that, because, you know, I didn't want to put stress and, you know, didn't want to put stress on anybody and I didn't want to get anybody in trouble. Um, so, you know, I started diving within and, you know, started to love myself more and like know that I'm not my mother and I can't help everybody if I cannot help myself. And I just started to do self-reflection. I just started to be honest with myself. I started to look at the mistakes that I've made, the things that I've done to people, the pain that I've caused to other people, because it's been times in relationships where I've cheated. And um, and I was a teenager then, so you know I was going behind people back and all that stuff. That shit came back and ate me in the ass. My when my girlfriend, when my ex-girlfriend broke my heart. That was supposed to be my wife, you know. Um, I was really looking forward to that. I came out to my family for her and everything. So you got to understand how devastated I was when we broke up and 
that was we just called it quits and so all this shit was just going going on and I was like I don't I don't want to deal with this I don't like I don't like this like I want something different and tarot gave me something different I was able to help people you know um with their issues and also while helping them I was getting advice from the readings I was literally getting advice from myself it was amazing and I just fell in love with everything that I do um it wasn't until 2019 when I met my twin flame but I met him in December of 2019 we talked again in April of 20 no not 2019 excuse me December of 2018 we talked April of 2019 um, and that's when we became actual friends because at first I was just his reader and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, when I first saw him, I just knew who he was. I just, it was like an instant knowing. It was just like, oh my God, that's my person. And it's so funny cause I want to go into how that happened, but I don't want this to be too long cause that's not the point. But when I met him, everything was good. But then, you know, later on down the road, I was getting betrayed and he left and, um, he really hurt me. But he opened my eyes up to the other issue. I thought I was done healing. I thought, well, not done necessarily, but I thought I did enough. I was like, I, I, I don't think I have anything else I have to work on. I'm like, I'm working on my insecurities. I know I have sexual trauma. I got to work on that. But that comes with the insecurities. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, so what else do I have to heal? Didn't realize my father. My father was the main ingredient, my, my twin flame. He woke me up to that. And I'm, I'm so thankful. Yeah, I was angry that he hurt me and he did what he did. But I'm so thankful for it because if he hadn't done that, I wouldn't have realized how damaged I really was for my father more than I was for my mother. And um, I was missing that fatherly love. You know, I let guys abuse me and talk to me any kind of way and, you know, and then take advantage of me um, because I didn't have that self-love for myself. I didn't have that respect. I didn't have a man there to, to give it to me. My father was in and out of my life. He, he made promises to me and didn't live up to them all the time. And, and that's exactly what my twin flame did. He, he, didn't, he made promises and he didn't live up to them. And I waited, you know, and, and I got stood up. And my dad used to stood me up all the time. Like, Am I, and you know, get, the, get this though. My dad worked in my neighborhood where I grew up. He was up the street and you, you, you act like you couldn't come see me. You act like you couldn't come pick me up. You know, I'm up the street, literally up the street, uh, like two or three, four lights away, a good 10 minute drive in the neighborhood, in the neighborhood. So, you know, but I waited. It was, it was times where I had my stuff packed at the door, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And he didn't come. He didn't come. And my twin has, he, he did that to me. He did that to me a lot. And it opened my eyes up to my father issues. Try not to cry right now, cause you know, cause when I get to cry, baby, I get to boohooing. But um, stuff goes deeper than this. I'm just trying to stay on surface level, cause I can talk a lot. But um, so yeah, um, so he made me promises, you know, and he always said that you know he was gonna do this, he was gonna do that. My twin, he reflected a lot of my father, like exactly everything my dad did to me. Um, that I held on to, he reflected back, and and I was angry. I was mad at my twin because of the shit that he did, and he he willing he will he willingly sorry did it. You know what I'm saying? He knowingly there that's the word. He knowingly did what he was doing. You know, I and I I threw myself in that fire though. I told you, or I don't know if y'all listened to the recording, or um that I put in one of the pickup house, but I was like, I threw myself in that fire. I knew what my twin was about. I I pulled cards on the man. I did. Hello, I was his reader, but by the time when I caught those feelings, 
I just, because I knew something was there, I put cards on it and they told me deception. And every time I put the cards back and shuffle again, it was deception that fell out. And I'm like, no, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to accept it. Threw myself in that, in that fire. I learned my lesson. I, I was angry and upset for everything that he's done and much more, but it wasn't him anymore. It wasn't him anymore that I was upset with. It was my father. He reminded me of somebody that hurt me. He reminded me of somebody that I love so dearly who's now gone. He, you know, I lost him when I was uh, 13. I was a freshman in high school. He ended up passing away. Um, it was funny because two weeks before, I, it was it was December when he died. Um, and I was there for the spring, for the two, you know how in school when the, um, when the Christmas break comes and stuff like that? Yeah, so when Christmas break, and he was odd because he kept telling me, you know, Oh, I want to see you can stay down here for the two weeks and stuff like that. And, you know, my daddy ain't never told me I could stay there for two weeks. Not that he cared if I did or or didn't, but, you know, I had school and stuff like that. So, but still, and it was just like, that's kind of odd. And I just knew he was going to die. You know, we talked about it all the time, but he was sick. He was sick. Um, but anyhow, um, yeah, so I got to know my dad. I got to know my daddy that last week, that very last week, things that I didn't know about him. You know, I got to know him. Sorry, you guys. <clears throat> so when he when he died, you know that that hit me. Uh, it hit me real hard. But anyhow, moving forward. <clears throat> so my twin, I gotta get myself together. Whew, okay. So my twin reflected a lot of things that so my father did. You know, a lot of things I was missing out. So I was holding on to him because I'm like, no, you know. Not realizing that that's my father that I was chasing after, you know. And I had to go within because it hurt. It really hurt. So I had to go within. And I'm like, Ebony, you don't deserve this. You're, you're putting yourself in a pattern. You got to heal from your dad. You know what I'm saying? In order for you to forgive your masculine, you got to understand where he's coming from. He is operating from pain. He's operating from abandonment issues. My dad had abandonment issues as well. My father was abandoned by his actual mother you know um or not mother I, I i forgot what he said but i don't think she was in his life like that um you know his stepmother raised him and stuff like that and he had you know <clears throat> just different women in and out of his life he you know he grew up a little rough and so i had that understanding and when i got to know my twin i knew he was operating from his ego and i knew he was operating from pain so but i still didn't i still was like no that's not acceptable like that's not an excuse but it, it, it is a good excuse because when people are not aware that they're operating from that low vibration but they know what they're doing but they don't understand it to a certain point it is an excuse because there's nothing else there's no other reason it's not even an excuse. It's a, it's a legit reason. You know what I'm saying? So I had to understand that he it had nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. But the reason why I was upset because I was still upset with my father. I hadn't forgiven my father. And in order to forgive, to forgive my twin, I had to forgive my father. And in order to forgive my father, I had to let go of that pain. I had to understand. I had to go in. You know, I had to dive deeper within. And I'm still healing from my father abandonment issues and I'm not gonna say my mom abandoned me but like I said it wasn't really that much around I was a loner I was a kid that you know didn't really have friends like that or when I did have friends um they always betrayed me you know talked about me you know put me on the limelight limelight you know and stuff like that like I was always bullied um in elementary school because of my height 
you know, and stuff like that. I'm sorry, you guys. It's a really emotional topic, but I want you to understand, like, no matter how much pain that you've gone through, you are so much stronger than that. <clears throat> and it cannot, it cannot stop you. It can only fuel you. You you take that pain and you let it push you towards every single thing that you want in life you you let it push you by you you let it push you by going within and to understand where it's where it's coming from you go within to have a sense of knowing of what it is that you are feeling it is not easy it is really not easy at all but it's worth it it's worth every bit of it it hurts like hell that's why i'm still you know obviously i'm still healing from it but i've never had to talk about it I've always been by myself. I've always I've been a thinker. I'm always in my head. I don't never feel. So me talking about it with you guys, I'm feeling it. All up in the heart chakra, and I got this goddamn crystal around my goddamn neck that got to do with that. And so it's you're not making it any better. But <laughs> um, so yeah, that's just a little background for me. I'm not gonna continue rant on. But when it comes to this is just a personal experience. Um, this is not gonna be really any angelic guidance right now it may peep through but i'm just talking off personal experiences with inner child healing you you have to go back to you know the things that you went through as a child reflect you know what i'm saying it hurts but reflect but one thing that i've done to start healing from my inner child is by finding my gifts within the things that i love to do when i was a child and what i mean by that now is i had to reflect i was like i'm living out my dream me doing the readings that i do this is my dream I'm living out my dream and it may not seem like it to me at the beginning it didn't seem like it to me because I'm like you know I'm just doing this I just picked this up as a hobby now I have to really think about it I'm like you up in here doing your candle work and you're doing your herbs and stuff like that this is shit that you used to do when you were younger I loved candles I love I used to go outside let me tell you I tell people to, to, to if you want to know what your gifts and your talents and your skills are, go back to the things that you've done when you were a child. So when I was a child, I used to talk to myself. I used to pass out the papers, you know what I'm saying, on the floor and act like I had a class. But what I would do was literally teach my imaginary class something that I, I learned in school, but in a way where I would understand it, in a way that I feel like it should have been taught to me for a better understanding because I struggled a lot in school with uh, comprehension and understanding things and reading and, you know, and, uh, and, and talking out loud like a, a speech impediment and all that other stuff. Like, I struggled a lot, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, when I was a child, like I said, I used to just talk to my imaginary people my imaginary class I did this every day I was always talking to myself uh looking in the mirror talking to myself like I always did a lot of mirror gazing and I didn't know what that was until now but you know I did a lot of that when I was a child but I retaught the things that I learned and a better understanding for me you know what I'm saying because I hated how school taught like damn y'all teaching all these kids and not everybody is understanding what is being taught here y'all not looking at the techniques that need to be used for other students who may not understand this and it was just something that irritated me so I had to figure it out myself I made my own test you know and and I would test myself out and and the, when I would test myself out it was just it was amazing because i I was able to figure things out and I knew the answers better than what they were teaching me um, and stuff like that. I used to go outside and play in the dirt and make dirt pies and, and use the, the grass and stuff. That's a, that's a sign right there of potion. That's a kitchen witch right there. You know what I'm saying? I love being in the kitchen. Can't, at the time, could cook, 
you know, I didn't learn how to cook till this year. I ain't going to lie to you. Because I, I, I had to get over my phobia of saying, I can't do it. I can't do it. Well, how you know you can't do it, Ebony, if you never step foot in the kitchen to try to cook something other than some motherfucking noodles or mac and cheese or some shit. Some shit easy. Something instant. You don't know until you try. So I started and bitch, I fucks it up. Okay? I fucks it up. I'm recording the... Anyways, um... Sorry about that. Hate when they always interrupt me. It don't matter where I go. I'm outside. I went outside for a reason. And they still come out here to interrupt me. But um, so anyways, so yeah, shit like that. Um, I used to go out and make wishes to the moon. That's moon magic. Didn't even realize I was doing that. I used to search how to do a spell and bring in love and money because I wanted love and I wanted money for my family to help my family and not even just help my family, but to help the homeless. You know, I don't like seeing people in pain. I don't like to see people down. I don't like to see other people kicking people down because I've had that my entire life. People has kicked me down, you know. Get it together, as People have kicked me down. People have made me feel lower than myself. You know what I'm saying? Made me feel like I was wrong. I didn't know nothing and stuff like that. I really don't know how I made it this far, y'all. I really fucking don't know. I reflect on that the other day. I was like, bro, who the fuck taught me all this shit? Because it damn sure was my family, but that's how I knew it was my, it was my spirit. It was my higher self. It was my ancestors. It was my guardians. They have been with me. And they taught me, you know, I used to cut myself. You know, when and um, all that stuff I used to cut myself. I used to, you know, I have this thing where I used to get really, really angry and pull out my hair, pull my hair out because I didn't know how to deal with my anger. Because every time I got angry, I spoke out. I was wrong. I was wrong for talk. I was talking back. They consider it talking back. You know what I'm saying? I was wrong. You know, keep your mouth shut. Da, 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 da. You don't know nothing. You're a child. And that really ate me up as I grew older because then I let people talk to me in any kind of way. I let people treat me in any kind of way. I let men mishandle me in any kind of way. Why? Because of the mistreatment that I was getting as a child. I thought it was normal. I thought it was okay. But it took for me to go through that heartbreak to wake up. And then I went through more heartaches to wake up some more. Because I thought I was waking. But now I'm really awakening. You see what I'm saying? And healing is the most painful thing but love is the most comforting most powerful thing there is and it took for me to have the love of wanting to help other people um not feel or go through the things that i'm going through or help those that are feeling and going through the things that i'm going through help them through that and in order for me to do that i had to go within in order for me to do the things that i've wanted i had to go within to to figure out what stopped me and it always was back to the insecurities it was always back to the insecurity so in a childhood like i said it went back uh, teaching my knowledge, love. I love learning. I love learning. I was always asking questions. I was always reading. You know, I love writing. I was always writing. I was, I'm a very good poet, very good at poetry. I wrote poetry my entire life. That's actually how I made it through. Actually, now that I think about it again, that's really how I made it through my writing. I wish I could get into that old Facebook and just give you guys all of everything that I've ever written. Um, amazing poet at such a young age but I took my pain and I made a story I made short stories I created I was not I was never afraid you know it's so funny when I was 12 between 12 and 15 years old I was always on social media it was Facebook MySpace I always was popular on social media I was always able to get popular on social media based off my creativity you know my writing I had a lot of attention for my writing wetpad for my books and stuff like that I never got I never let anything get in the way I would for hours sit and write 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 
write, 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 write. Sing. I love, I'm a singer. I'm an amazing singer. I'm just shy. I sing. I write music. Poetry. That's how I was getting through things. I was putting my pain and my creativity to help other people. At a young age, who knew to do that? I enjoyed it. I was just shy. I was in choir. How the hell are you in choir all your life, but bitch, you're shy? I don't understand. I don't. <laughs> but I found my talent, my gifts, and my skills when I was a young age. And then when I got into terror, I'm like, yo, sh- yo, this is like reading a fucking book. This is like reading a book. Do that. Take your talents. Read it like a book. Write it like poetry. Look at it like you're, you're, you're reading a poetry book. Images. I'm an image person. I, I remember images more than I remember names. So don't ever, if you ever introduce yourself to me only like one time, best believe I'm not going to remember your name, but I'm going to always remember your face. I'll never forget your face. But I ain't going to remember your name, but I'll always forgive, I will always remember your face. Images speak to me louder than words do. I create my own words and my own understanding through images. That was a gift that I've always had. That's a gift that I used in my reading and giving out the knowledge that I do. A lot of things that a lot of things that I give advice on is all from experience. It's never from the ego, but from the things that I've healed from and the things that I am healing from. You'll know when it's from ego. It's just when it's negative. When something's negative, it's the ego. Period. If it's something positive, it's my it's not. That's just how I look at it. But um so yeah, go go back within, Re- reflect on your childhood. What is something that you love to do as a child? And a lot of people are like, what if I wanted to be Superman? Well, what was Superman's abilities? What did he love to do? You can take look at the qualities of Superman, not his powers, like his. I don't know what the fuck he did. I knew he flew, but I'm talking about like the things that you can actually really fucking do. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was was he empowerful? Like empowerful was he? Um, not powerful. That's not the word I meant to use. Was he? Um, he was strong, right? So find your inner strength. What's your inner strength? He was very. He he was very helpful. What are ways that you can help? You know what I'm saying? How did he help the people? So how how would you like to help the people? What ways would you like to help people? You know what I'm saying? If you were Superman, but you weren't able to do all of the things that he was doing, like the uh, realistic, like the unrealistic powers that he had, but the realistic qualities that he had if you had them what would you do with them what would you have done there you go you see what i'm saying i tell a lot of people all the time just go back to the childhood figure out the thing go back to the things that you loved to do things that you were interested in if you like to draw but even if it was scribble scrabble go back to your drawing practice find your patience find your zen you know what i'm saying go back within your childhood and figure out the things that you love to do and find an adult version like i just told you i went outside i wanted to make pies and shit all the other shit look at me i'm a whole kitchen witch whatever for healing you know what i'm saying and then also like i told you i used to look for spells and, and wanted to sell spells for money and stuff like that now i know what that's that's manifestation i know i can manifest like a motherfucker you see what i'm saying that's a, that's a skill. That's a talent. Then you got me wanting to, you know, make wishes to the moon and stuff like that. That's moon magic. You see, that's the child thing. But an adult version is moon magic, learning the moon phases. You see what I'm saying? So go back within, figure it out, find an adult version of it. And if you can't find an adult version of it, make an adult version of it. Create. You are an ultimate creator. Trust that you know what's best for you. Listen to that gut. Listen to that intuition. I like to say intuition is the gut and the heart. 
I feel like fear, doubt, and all that is never in the heart, but always in the mind, which affects how you feel, which affects how you see things from the heart space, right? Because when I was thinking negative of myself, I felt like I didn't deserve love. I didn't deserve that. But when I started to look positive, I started to, to change my mindset, my heart was starting to look at things differently. So your mind affects the way your heart sees things. You see what I'm saying? Which affects the way that you listen to. If that affects, if you're, it, yeah, it, it affects the way you listen to yourself. Are you going to listen to your intuition or are you going to listen to your ego? You see what I'm saying? How you know which one is one, which one is which when your mind is, is in the way. Your mind is playing tricks on you, right? So, but anyways, moving forward, what are some other questions you guys asked me? Um, how, um, just journal, journal out your emotions, everything. Cause whenever I used to have anxiety attacks, I know you asked about anxieties. Whenever I used to have anxiety attacks, let me put some time frames on here. Cause that's 36, 26 when I start talking about anxiety. Hold on. Okay. When I used to deal with anxiety, because I had very bad anxiety when my mom passed. Um, very, very bad. I'm in depression and stuff like that. So how I dealt with it was writing. I always wrote to God. Um, whenever I felt an anxiety attack coming on, I wouldn't tell anyone. I dealt with a lot of things by myself. A lot of things my family have no clue about. That's why I couldn't go that deep into this, because I don't know who all follow me in my family. And so, I, you know, some things I just don't want them to know yet. I'm not ready to come out and say. Uh, I don't really think it's any of them con their concern because what can you do for me? You're not, you can't heal me. I have to do it myself. So it doesn't matter if I told them or not, but that's just me. So anyways, um, what was I saying? Anxiety. So how I dealt with my anxiety, I wrote everything out. I wrote to God. I started praying. I always prayed. I always got to praying and I distracted myself. Some people be like, you need to sit and focus or you don't need to be doing anything. You're having an anxiety attack. Shut the fuck up because what works for me works for me. I have to get my mind off of my breathing. I have to because I'm going to feel like I'm dying and I will panic even more because I, 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 was, I was really scared it, trying to get over it, but I don't want to go in pain. I think that's what it is. It's not death part. It's the pain pain thing and I wonder if that has to do with my past life I probably died in pain so anyways um so yeah like I was saying what was I saying anxiety so writing just wrote it out I sang a lot write music or you know listen to music or start talking I would just I start talking out loud to God just start talking about anything really tell him about how I'm feeling or you know excuse me and all that good stuff so I just wrote I journaled a lot I just distracted myself from whatever caused the anxiety um that's really how I dealt with anxiety um whatever works for you really but distractions is really the key um work on your self-healing so someone said how to work on self-healing and self-love with an anxious mind so let me see what time is that 38 39 Okay. Self-love, self-healing. Sorry, I just got to type this out because I don't want y'all to have to listen to this all the way through. Some people may not want to listen to this all the way through and want certain parts. So anyways, um, self-love, self-healing part. You just have to be honest with yourself. Like, for instance, I had to reflect on each thing in your life. Reflect on your love life, your platonic relationships, your, your family issues, all that. Reflect on it one at a time. What I did with my relationships, I reflect back on a lot of things that I used to do to people 
um, when I was in that stage of talking to multiple people, not caring and, you know, doing things behind people back and all of that caught up with me when I decided I wanted to start settling down, wanted to be serious. But I got my heart broken so many times. Why? Because karma is a bitch. When they say karma will get you, he will get you or she will get you. Okay. And it don't matter how long you may not get it today. You may not get it tomorrow, but your ass gonna get it. And baby, let me tell you, I got it. I got it 10 times. As hard as I did it to, to the people that I did to, did what I did to. But um, you got to be honest with yourself. You got to be able to forgive yourself for the fucked up things. You know what I'm saying? In order for you, you have to reflect on the things that you put yourself in and forgive yourself. And once you forgive yourself, then you'll be able to forgive those who have hurt you. Forgive those who have abandoned you. Forgive those who have left you out in the rain and the cold and in and out of your life. You know what I'm saying? You got to think about, oh, okay. Is, could this be reflecting to something that I've done? Not everything is your fault, though. That's one thing. That's why it's important to reflect, because not everything is your fault. You just got to look. You got to you gotta pay attention to the patterns. Okay, now, did I do some shit like this to somebody? Or did I do some similar shit? It may not be exact. It could have been similar. You'll never get the exact karma. You'll never get exact karma, ever. It's going to hit you where it hurts, but it'll never be the exact. It may be similar, but it'll never be exactly. Um, and that's just from my experiences and, and noticing it from people around me. Um, so yeah, just be honest with yourself. All right. Be honest about the things you've done to people. Be honest about the things you've thought about yourself and thought about other people. Judgmental moments. I've judged a lot of people in my past a lot. You know what I'm saying? I had to reflect and put myself in them shoes. Oh, well, what if somebody would have done some shit like that to me? I would be mad as fuck. I have this belief that if you, if you fuck up. As long as you sit back and reflect on the situation after you didn't did it and not like months or like they don't wait too long to where karma can catch up with your ass. But if you immediately reflect after fucking up, I feel like you can dodge your karma because karma is all about lessons. All right. You do something to somebody, you're going to learn a lesson because you knew that wasn't right. Oh, but you think it's OK. OK, you gonna you have this lesson. But if you catch yourself after doing it and you forgive yourself and you talk to God about it, I feel like you won't get no karma. But that's just my theory, because like I said, karma are lessons. You only learn a lesson when you you only get it, receive a lesson when it's something that you need to learn. Right. But if you learn right then and there, there's no need for a karma. Right. But like I said, that's just me. This is all personal experience. Um. So, yeah, with the self-love, self-healing, it's just all about being honest with yourself um, so that you're able to be honest with other people around you as well. You just got to do that self-reflection. Be as honest as you can. Let's see some other questions and I'm going to be done. All right. So how to connect with spirit? That's 4216. Okay, how to connect with spirits. So when I started getting into this, it was a lot of prayer. Prayer, literally, prayer is key. But when I was seeing my Buddhist monk, his name is Uncle Chin, Uncle Nine. Search him on Google. You may not find a lot of stuff about him because he's really private, but you'll find a little bit. Um, he's amazing. He's never missed a beat. I've been going to him for the last three years. Um, he's the one who told me about my gifts. He's like, you're just like me. And that man is a powerful man. And he has a lot of gifts. And I don't want to go into that. But that is one powerful fucking man. And he does everything for free. You take donations, you know. And he just asks that if you bring someone with you, you tell them the rules. You know what I'm saying? You follow his boundaries. Respected man. Strong boundaries. He does not like disrespect. And he will put you out and not feel sorry and that's 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 some powerful shit 
You see what I'm saying? Um, but he told me a lot of things and a lot of things that had already happened. He predicted, he told me and stuff like that. But he, I asked him when he told me I had, I had gifts, I already knew because when I went to him that second time and he told me about my gifts or that I had, I was very gifted. I was just like him. I had that feeling. I was already into like, like I said, looking into tarot and all the other stuff. And I was trying to open up my third eye. I was on YouTube looking at like spiritual stuff because I used to watch a lot of witchery shows. Anyways, I've always wanted to be a fucking witch. I always wanted to do magic. I always wanted to learn how to help be the one to save a million people like dead ass. All jokes aside, always was interested into this. So the simple fact that I grew up to learn that this shit is real. Like, what do you mean? But, um, so anyway, um, he told me to ask God. He said, it's in your heart. You want to access your gifts is in your heart. All right. He said, ask God to help you see, to give you knowledge and to give you protection. Those three things he told me, and those were the three things that unlocked all of my gifts. I kid you not. And I said it every day and I prayed to him every day and I practice every day. God, help me see, help me, help me receive messages. I was Googling how to, you know, about candles and, 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 and I was reading up on, on guardian angels and all this other stuff, how to talk to spirit. I was, my family was very churchy, but we had, I had my brother's girlfriend. She was a church woman, really. And, um, it was her who always was taking me to church after my family stopped going for some years, but she was, she went faithfully. So I always went with her and I got saved before all of this. I got saved. I got saved in 2016, I believe, or 2015. I got saved. Thank God. Cause I don't know what path I would be on right now, but I got saved. And, um, anyways, going back to what I was saying, um, prayer, prayer is key. Connecting with spirit is praying. You got to be careful, though, because last year was a test trial for me. I had was dealing with the wrong spirits, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was listening to other people. I wasn't trusting my intuition. I was letting the wrong things into my space. And I was letting the wrong people into my space. So it, it you have to use prayer. Prayer is key. When you're asking for spirit to present themselves, ask God protective spirits you can't just be like spirit because any motherfucking spirit can come through and i'm being so serious you gotta say to my ancestors full of love light and protection or to my guys that are loving and protective to my archangels whatever your belief is make sure you add light and protection energy up in there ask them to come forward and be open to the ways that they may present themselves to you okay but connecting with spirit is always connecting you got to connect with your heart you got to be you have to open your heart to spirit you got to ask them to present themselves. You know what I'm saying? Give you signs and be open to seeing signs. Ask for an actual symbol. Don't be like, I need a sign. And then get mad when you don't figure out when you don't see the sign. You're not asking for a certain sign. They're just going to give it to you. And then when you don't see it, then what? You're going to get upset, right? So if you want to see a sign, ask for a certain sign. Say you want to see something like a house. I'll go, I want to see a house with a blue, with a blue, uh, a blue house. Just say blue house. Hell, you may not even see an actual blue house. You may end up seeing a house with some blue, uh, with some blue paint on it or some shit. You see what I'm saying? Like you may see an image of it. You may drive by and see a blue house, or you may see the word blue, and then you may see the word house later on. That's your sign. You got to be open to receiving signs in different ways. So yeah, that's just a, a couple of ways that you can connect with spirit. I'm gonna go because I've been talking so much. 
it says the maximum is 60 minutes <laughs> keep an eye on the clock first of all y'all only been talking for 47 thank you very much but let me get <laughs> hopefully i was able to um give y'all some insight that was just really some personal information trying to see trying to get you warmed up to how i got started and you know all that good stuff um again if you guys really enjoyed this i can continue it just let me know um but yeah you guys have a blessed one Peace, love, and happiness to you.